What is good? What's happening? How's it hanging? What are y'all doing? What's up? Welcome to the first ever, first edition, Black History Month special edition, the Being Black with BSAC podcast. BSAC! Big BSAC business. I think it's actually the Black with BSAC podcast. I think I messed that up, but we're gonna keep it rolling. Black with BSAC podcast. More applause. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this is a four-episode Black History Month limited edition podcast where we address a lot of the issues facing our people, the black community today. So that's social justice issues, pop culture issues, sports issues, you name it, we got it. My name is Daniel Oladejo. I play football in university, the University of Ottawa, who we're associated with. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're associated with the University of Ottawa. I play football there. And I'm going to kick it to my right to the city girls, introduce themselves and uh, what they're about. What's up, Kessia? What's happening? I'm chilling, I'm chilling. My name is Ketsia. I play on the women's rugby team. And I'm Congolese, you know, repping my country. Jenny. Oh, <laughs> why do you ask? She's a <laughs> my name is Blessing Day, also known as the baddest baby G on oh, Twitter. And Blessed Day at, on Instagram, blessed with one S. Uh, I'm a rugby player here at the University of Ottawa. And I study political science and public administration mm. with the... Uh, keep yeah. on. Black and educated. I love it. I am with a minor in entrepreneurship and social innovation. I'm happy to be kicking with y'all today on the black. Black. Black with BSEC. Black with BSEC. It's me now. My name is Kwabna Nanajima. I'm from Ghana, also Hamilton. Throw it up the nine. I'm here at U Ottawa. I play GG football. And yeah, I'm keeping nice and short like that. All right, my name is Kennedy. <laughs> my name is Kennedy. Uh, my mom's from Jamaica. My dad's from Turks and Caicos. You know that Caribbean lifestyle. Uh, born and raised in Mississauga. If you're not from Ontario, I'll just say Toronto. I'll keep it simple. Okay. Uh, I run track for the University of Ottawa, and I'm so blessed to be here. My name is Trinity Lusan. I play on the women's volleyball team here at Uwanawa. Um, my dad's side is Grenadian and Italian, and my mom's side is Trinidadian. Um, and I grew up in I forgot to say my nationality. Mm. My name is Daniel Oladejo, if you're Canadian, but Oladejo if you're Nigerian. Mm. Mm. You feel mm. what I'm saying? And I'm Nigerian. Born in Nigeria, purebred type stuff. You feel me? Black power, Nigerian power. I. We didn't say our nationality too, but it's science. You said you're Nigerian. Nigerian. She said Congolese. You just forgot. She said blessing yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, she said blessing day, but her actual last name is. Opu Please, Dai. there's no need to spread my business yeah. out to the world. Hello, everybody. My name is Blessing Day once again. You know, I'm Nigerian. You know, repping the West Coast, repping the you know giants of Africa. We yeah. the best. Yeah. Also, side note, Nigerian Jollof is indeed the best. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, it very much is. Ghana, it's okay. I'm not going to speak on it. It's okay. okay there you we, go. We're your business. Good job. All right. So like I was saying, we have a lot of interesting topics we're going to get through throughout our time on this podcast. Uh, we, like I said, it's four episodes. Each episode will have different topics, different discussions. We'll have different guests on uh, just talking about whatever it is we're talking about that day. So before we get into the discussion of today, which is a, a heated one, it could get real hot, but I'm going to kick it to Kennedy real quick, who's the co-president 
of the BSAC, the Black Student Athlete Advocacy Council at UOttawa. And she's going to tell you a little bit about the BSAC, what we are, what we do, who we do it for type thing. Kennedy. All right. So BSAC, like Daniel explained, the Black Student Athlete Advocacy Council started way back in 2020. You know, stuff was going down and uh, on our campus, it wasn't, we weren't vibing with what was going on on our campus. Uh, so BSAC is just a collection of black voices. We advocate for what we believe in. We try to change our campus, you know. Uh, we believe that we're more than just athletes, which is super big. Um, you know, we're melanated, we're educated, mm. and we're athletic. Mm. So we show all the sides to ourselves. Um, and it's big, you know. It's important, like, it's not our job to do this, obviously. But we're here. We're educated. We're smart. We know what we're talking about. So... We might as well make the campus better for the future generation. We like to represent ourselves well for the future generation of athletes at the University of Ottawa. You know, we're leaders of tomorrow. So that's basically what BSAC is. We do policy change. We also celebrate ourselves because, you know, yeah. being black isn't all about desperation and despair. You know, we big up ourselves. We do fun things. We throw creative events and, you know, we make the university better. Yeah. I like that but yeah like Kennedy was saying man it's about representation it's about being visible being loud not just being present so uh, I think that's what the B-Sack is all about being loud with it you feel what I'm saying like we can't just be here and be quiet we got to let these people hear us all right which is the reasoning behind this podcast let our voices get out and what better way to do it than the most popular way everyone's doing it now you got to start a podcast you have one conversation it's funny everyone laughs and then you're like yo we should start a podcast and that's kind of how this that's kind of how this came about we were like have one conversation and we we're thinking about things we could do for black history month i was like yo we should do a podcast i think i was the one that said it was you, yeah, yeah. 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 So you, you gave the idea you know? <laughs> i take credit on camera <laughs> but yeah all right so the discussion for today the long-awaited you guys ready for the discussion? Y'all got y'all facts and y'all... Ain't no even facts. Off the dome. Oh, no, vibes. She said off the dome. Off, off the, the dome. vibes. All right. So today, we're going to talk about whether or not Black History Month is needed, is important or not. Mm. 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 That's a serious one. This is a discussion that, I mean, a lot of people just kind of rock with Black History Month because it's something that we've always done. I mean, it's kind of always been around for us, but do we really, like need it is it something that's performative is it something that has lost its its value is it something that has been diluted so we're going to talk about that today um i'll kind of get y'all's opinions on it just just before we start what do y'all think about black history Month? we need it we don't need it what's what's going on well personally i feel like it's one of those grain of salt where i feel like it's necessary to learn in terms of like other people but I think growing up, it wasn't something like February. I was like, oh, it's Black History Month. For me, it's just another month. So I feel like it's one of those where I feel like it's lukewarm. So we got to either bring it up or bring it down. So it's like half performative. Are we doing it or are we not? So it's, it's, it's one of those, to be honest. Like my perspective of things is a little bit different because I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, Lawrenceville, right outside of Atlanta. But people who don't know where Lawrenceville is, Gwinnett County. If you don't know where Gwinnett County is, uh, Atlanta. <laughs> so growing up down there, um, Black History Month was a very, it was a vibe, you know, like come out, everybody's like giving out cornbread and shit. It's actually quite nice. Um, but coming to Canada, um, when I like getting older and coming to Canada, I saw a shift in the way that like 
Canadian blackness is is discussed and presented and represented even on television and music and all that type of stuff and the way it is like back home so I think that the impact of Black History Month is different here yeah. um, but I'm gonna get into the reasons later let me not start getting on lawyer right now <laughs> what you think I feel like Black History Month like like they were saying before it's either we turn it up or we turn it down like I find it's really just going through the motions doing it because we have to and it's like oh the curriculum or the school we need to do it so our CSR is straight you know it's not like we're not moving with passion with it so I feel like in those terms and those regards it's either we start doing Black History Month to celebrate black people and not just the despair of our past and what we've gone through but just celebrate black as a whole or just not do it at all you know what I'm saying Bars anyone else got anything else preliminary before we get into the discussion no, All right, so I'll get into the history of Black History Month before we really get into the, the meat, the meat and potatoes, as they say. Oh. <laughs> You're a clown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the history of Black History Month. All right, 1915, historian Carter G. Woodson co-founded the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. So that's in 1915. That's about quick math. A hundred years ago? Something like that. What? 1915? Oh, I think you said 50. I was like, 15. That's a hundred. Okay. For 2023. Okay. Quick math. So this is, it was introduced. So this is the real important part. It was introduced in response to the lack of availability of information of the contribution of black Americans to collective history. So pretty much people weren't aware of what blacks had contributed up to that point. Uh, to, to American history. So they were like, okay, let's start the study of Negro life and history. So in 1926, that's 11 years later, they declared the second week of February as Negro History Week. So Black History Month was originally Negro History Week. It was the second week of February uh, to recognize the contribution of Black Americans to American history. They chose the, the month of February because uh, it includes the birthdays of Frederick Douglass, who was an abolitionist, popular in the states at that time and Abraham Lincoln who was the former US president now it doesn't sit right with me mm-hmm. that they chose the, the that month because of Abraham Lincoln I think he's a white man like although he freed the slaves and emancipation proclamation and all that still doesn't sit right with me it wasn't because he you know so what it I'm wasn't because he liked black people it was yeah strictly it was political it was pressure type thing so whatever we'll keep going so 1976 the last thing we just talked about was 1926 So Negro History Week came to be in 1926. In 1976, 50 years later, Gerald Ford, the current president of the United States, extended the week-long celebration to the whole month of February to, and I quote, honor the too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout history. So that was 50 years later in 1976. So I guess for 50 years, it was just a week-long celebration. And I think it was predominantly just black people that celebrated, it wasn't like, white people were like, oh yeah, go black. You know what I'm saying? It was just a, a kind of a black thing. But at, at, in 1976, it kind of became a national event, which is what we currently know as Black History Month. And then in Canada, the ball did, didn't really get rolling until 1978. So in 1978, Ontario Black History Society was formed and its founders presented a petition to the city of Toronto mm-hmm. to have February proclaimed as Black History Month. So obviously Black History Month in Canada started in Toronto. Where else would it start? Of course. Definitely not Ottawa or Windsor or one of them. In 1979, the first Canadian proclamation of BHM was issued by Toronto. So that's when it officially started in Toronto in in 79. 
1993, the OBHS successfully filed a petition to make February officially Black History Month at the provincial level. So Black History Month started in Ontario, 1993. This is actually pretty recent. That's what, 30 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Stick to. Okay. <laughs> so 1993, OBHS successfully filed a petition to make February Black History Month in the province. In 95, the motion moved nationally and the House of Commons re recognized it as Black History Month. And then in 2008, which is 17 years ago, someone check my math. 17? No, my sister was born in 09 is 13. Yeah, you took so, the long no. way. You took the long way. Anyways, 15 years. <laughs> the motion to recognize contributions of black Canadians in February as Black History Month was introduced and approved, thus completing the parliamentary position on Black History Month. Hmm. So 2008 was when Black History Month really became a thing officially in Canada. So, this brings me to the point we have now. Is is Black History has Black History Month run its course? Because it was introduced at, by Carter G. Woodson as a thing for to make information available. It was an academic thing in schools. They could say, "Oh, this is Black History. This is Black History in America." It was. I, I grew up in Texas, so in Texas it was really like. Black, like every day in school, we're learning something about black people in history. You feel what I'm saying? Like, why am I looking at me like that? You didn't know that you were you up in Texas. Texas. I just never heard Texas yeah. in my yes, life. Never yes, heard that. That's not what I'm saying. Y'all are Daniel. so happy. I've never heard Sorry, that. Sorry, that's a We never knew that. Are so I'm the only American. I went, I was, uh, I moved there from Nigeria. I was born in Nigeria, lived there for like three, four years, and I moved to New Orleans, Louisiana. Hurricane Katrina hit. I was only there for a couple. Of, yeah, Pause. Was, what's up? When was Katrina? <laughs> Two thousand and five, yeah. two thousand six, something like that. Before oh, because he's old. Yeah. Oh, he is old. Two thousand five. Wait, how old are you? He's grown. I'm twenty three. You Ooh, making me wow. You're lying. I was like, wait a second. How in two thousand five, nigga? We went. Anyways, I grew up in uh, Texas. Yeah, so I was in New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, Katrina hit, moved to Katy, Texas, and I was there until I came to Ottawa. Okay. Yeah. So hey, do your thing. Anyways, in Katy, Texas, it's a predominantly white area, but in, in school, like when we're going to school, Black History Month, every day we're learning something different about black contribution. At that age, I'm not really like, hmm, this is like something that I internalize type thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just something that you go to school, you have to do. So, um, yeah, but it was introduced as, as an awareness thing. And I think everyone's pretty aware, for the most part, of the majority of the things they teach in schools. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel like we need to transition from awareness to action. Can we mm -hmm. get some like policy changes? Can we get like, there's things that are still happening that <coughs> is beyond black. It's like, black history month doesn't really help man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. There's just things that yeah. could be done, like yeah. actionable things that we could do instead of reading about Frederick Douglass in history class, you feel what I'm saying? But I think that conversation is very much so American Black History Month, because yeah. yeah. there's people in Canada who legitimately don't know that there were slaves in Canada. Yeah. Like, if you ask 10 people on the street, can you name three black, like, abolitionists from Canada, or like three prominent black figures from history in Canada, I 
would bet top dollar that most people can. I'm not gonna fake it. That's actually a good point. So I couldn't I think, name three Canadian black abolitionists. So you can I say? I, I, feel like the, I feel like it's a different conversation depending on your demographic and what country you're in because I think in Canada we definitely have an awareness issue. And I think I also the education, like when I moved to Canada, half my classes didn't even teach like like i moved all over alberta saskatchewan literally some of the worst places jesus christ but you live in saskatchewan? yeah oh my god anyways yeah. but, downtown. Uh, but like <laughs> anyways moved up and down like landed in manitoba it's like depending on what province you're in some places don't even teach it yeah. and then when they do teach it it's always like rosa Parks and all that type of stuff yeah. and like that's cute but like like i'm american i appreciate my history but like that's american history you're yeah. teaching american history in canadian schools that's yeah. the problem no, yeah i was gonna say even like growing up i didn't even do no like elementary school was french so we barely even talked about black history month yeah two it was one of those where it's always on the american side it's like we're canadian and then it wasn't talked about also growing up it's a topic that it's now it's like we're talking about action but who's going to be doing those actions especially when we're talking about in canada mm-hmm. we don't even have a lot of resources respectfully even within school you know what i mean so it's like something you have yeah. to have those types of people that want to do it mm. you can't just be like okay like we need to do action but it's like who's gonna do it so always us at the end of the day you know when it's brought up like in textbooks and stuff like that it's always like a little blurb like the loyalists did this it's for the british army the That's... end like it's not even like proper black history yeah. it's just like little or even like black experiences i feel like i feel like they're should be a shift towards okay yes like this is the past but mm-hmm. it's also like okay what is happening now and even like what's you know like what's black history going forward even like um i think in elementary school like uh we'd have like holocaust survivors come in and talk about their experiences yeah. and whatnot but like ever having a i don't know just a black person come inside and, and talk about their experiences and and like even you know like that kind of thing it's like where is that like within schools you know yeah so obviously i think so one thing i'm hearing is we have to differentiate between black history month in america and black history month in canada because it's two different experiences i think black history month or black history generally is more popular in america um i mean they have celebrations like juneteenth um, on top of Black History Month, so it's like. Well, I think we do but have some, but we're not talked about it. Like there's, like in Nova Scotia, like I don't even know. Like Africa, Africa like Africa. Yeah. I think there is that. It's just like, personally, me, I'm learning the yeah. Canadian Black history because it's not like you said we're not taught that in school. So it's like you doing that conscious decision of like, okay, I'm gonna open a book, I'm gonna check out my history within Canada and stuff like that. Because I found like, I even myself was a bit like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know there was a whole section of black canadians within canada you know mm. what i mean so it's like finding that is the number one thing to do but are you ready to something? yeah no i think it's also the the population right like african-americans like there's a lot like there's a lot of us you know what i mean we're still a minority but there's a lot of us when it comes to african canadians like people who have been here since the time of the slaves like it's not as populous like i met a girl the other day who she, she quit after like two days but she came to my work and she came to my work and i asked her what she was and she was like i'm scotian and i was like no not like where are you like what are you oh, saying you sister from, from? like what are you talking about and she was like no i'm scotian and i was like sister like come on your grandmother your grandfather something sister and she was like no i'm scotian like literally i'm the child of this place that was like in canada sister you're the only one i've met my whole 20 something years that's crazy nah, but that's real because like i'm i was born in nigeria so there was a, there's a certain distance i have to the whole like i'm not trying to i don't want to sound ignorant 
But the, the, I have a certain distance to the whole like Slave slavery struggle and things well, yeah. like that. Because bro, I was I don't my know. like mm-hmm. roots. I look at my grandparents, my great grandparents. They were all in Nigeria. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like for her, if everything she goes back is Scotian, how is she gonna find out? Like, this is a little bit of a different discussion, like heritage and things like that, genealogy, all that. But like, how do you find out what your her- your true heritage is? Twenty three and me. Are those things reliable? No promo. No free promo. They're not. They are not reliable. I think it's the government, but let's not talk about that. You said. You said what? That's how the government gets you. Thank you. They're kind of scary because they they hold your vibes forever. I did. Ooh. Okay, okay. Oh, Going back to what you said, I think that's an important conversation to have because, like, I'm like I'm Caribbean. My parents are Caribbean, but it's an island in the middle of the ocean. We didn't just pop up out of there out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's definitely a conversation to have because a lot of Jamaican people are like, my Black history is just my Caribbean history. Yeah. Most of the time, they won't even acknowledge that we didn't just pop up in this island like we're from like most likely a West African country and then we were brought over here so having the conversation of how do you do black history where you acknowledge like the fact that you're Canadian and because you're here you have to recognize Canadian figures who made it possible for you to be here Mm -hmm. for you to have the rights and privileges that you have here Mm -hmm. but also that hey this is your heritage this is your mom your sister your auntie your uncle so forth and so forth and you have to recognize like hey this is important too like this is my culture you can't like i think it needs to be like an equal balance of both yeah i was gonna say how many i was do we actually like celebrate black history when was the first time you actually like started celebrating black history in canada like define celebrating that's what i'm saying that's when i was young like in preschool like but the thing is like here's a also problematic thing about like u.s education like i'm generally thinking of times it's hard right because it's like the people who are te- educating us on on black history it's like realistically maybe i'm crazy but i've only ever i've never had a black teacher i only mm-hmm. had one in high school mm-hmm. and he wasn't even a teacher he was a, he was one of the counselors oh that's love that man love you jean baptiste betwenge you know me. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was awesome jean baptiste betwenge changed my life and he's the reason I, I graduated but anyways he's the only one i ever had but that's what i'm saying and it's like all the people teaching black experiences that's don't know see, what it's like to be black that's what i'm saying it's one of those for me it's like but i how many black teachers you don't have we're in hamilton you had a few zero, zero? Oh, i had one, one. one. this was a black teacher only oh one. actually my music teacher i had three I had one. shout out to miss taylor i had three i don't think i've had not one not one, one. Not there's one. limited so what? there's a problem well black people get into well, that's okay, is it, no, but no, is, but it, see, is it black people get into education that's, or is it not, well that's no. what i was gonna There's say like i said opportunity type thing. yeah who's the people the first who's really celebrating you said who's teaching it no one's really teaching like you're in kindergarten it's a whole it's a white teacher that's teaching me about my, my culture when i can go home my mom's telling me something else so it's like who am i listening to the teacher or me when i go home so it's like that also is a a 50 50 because what we say at home and what we learn in the school it's, by, it's not the same thing. It's a Palamem shows because them textbooks, I look, they're hungry in Africa, all this extra stuff when you want to see all and this. That's so that's, that's oh, my yeah, problem. That's, the worst is that when they start thing. showing you those like, oh, one dollar a day, one dollar No, day. even at school, they'll be like, oh, donate to a child in Africa yeah. that's starving. I'm like, I know there's, there's there's broke people in Europe. Please stop playing with me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. Stop playing with me. The richness, the richness of black culture is the part that's missing. You're not. We're not yeah. having the people that are teaching it. The education is just showing. That's why I never celebrated. You know, However, I do believe in Black History Month no. and black and like celebrating Black History. So you, I do. You think we should still I, like? 
I think. Okay. No, no it's okay. Go. No, I said okay. Look. Change your mind. What? Whatever. I changed my mind. Shush. <laughs> what I was saying was. I think Black History Month is important because it reminds us to think. It's like any commercialized holiday, right? Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. capitalist. Come on, y'all. Come on. I'm a poli sci major. This is the type of stuff okay, I like to talk about. Talk your shit. Your shit. Here's the thing. Every every holiday is commercialized right now. Look at Valentine's Day. Everybody's people out here running, buying rings, trying to improve and like show that they love somebody. Who told us that rings equate to love? Who told us that? No, 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 no. Tell me why. For Christmas, people are running each other over with cuts on Black Friday. It's because of commercialized capitalist society regardless regardless that's a problem that's a problem no that's not a problem it is a problem but it's not the problem the problem is that all holidays are commercialized but we can't just you go care you go so is that necessary so is that necessary that means it's not necessary if it's an everyday holiday that means it's not necessary what's the point of having black history if it's going to be commercial so you're saying we should cancel christmas is what you're telling me i didn't say that i said if we want like what's how are we going to improve from this Listen, me, I said, I want my children to be able to be like, yeah, I'm black and I'm proud. But how am I going to continue this with everybody saying it's commercialized, commercialized? How are we going to grow from The this? thing is, my argument is that Black History Month doesn't help your kids be like, That's I'm what black I'm saying. I'm That's what I'm so saying. So you're on my side? Yes, I, I don't think Cancel we, Black History Month. No, no, we just learned that You, we should have canceled. I'm going to, I just said cancel Black History. That was a slip. Cancel Black History Month. The celebration. Why? This is my reasoning why. Sorry. Can't you say I'm gonna do it at home? That's the problem. Black people are expected to do everything. Okay, but no, but that why is everything our individual responsibility when I have to learn about World War II, I have to learn about other group struggles, which I should learn about in the classroom Mm -hmm. since the second I stepped in there. Why is it that I black people you. are expected to do everything at home? I'm you can't go to a salon, you gotta do it at your auntie's house. Why are you, expe- why are you expecting to go to a salon? Find food that you want to eat. Everything you okay, gotta do it at home. Okay, but hear me out. Because hear me out. I agree with you. We're so. saying the same thing. But so. for me, instead of consolidating all of black history into one month and saying, okay, this is when we're going to learn it. Bro, it naturally goes in the timeline of history. Integrated in when you're talking about friggin' it's the, not the civil rights movement, bro. When you're talking about the civil war, talk about the civil rights movement. Cause they like, don't. No, that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be okay. We're gonna we're gonna skip over the points in history where there's major black contribution, and then all talk about all of it during February. When just talk about it when it comes up in natural history. For sure, I think we were talking about before uh, American Black history, Canadian Black history, and then Canadian history, American, and American history. history. Yeah. I think there is trouble when we separate the two yeah. because then it shows people, maybe white people, that, that there is that it's different, that it's yeah. not the same, yeah. right? But black Black Canadian history yeah. is Canadian history. Yeah. It's yeah. it's integrated exactly. like you're just saying. In That's the not okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Quote so, that. She said, "Black Canadian history is <laughs> Canadian <laughs> history." Quote that. Ooh, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. I think we can't rely on that because Ooh. this Why? is the problem. It's white people making the curriculum. Thank you, yeah. and also so you can't rely on hey, let's just make it a part of the education, like the standard curriculum. When for years on years on years, white people have been failing our children, not black children, our children with our education children. on black people. Mm. This country has failed because we cannot even 
us, this group, I would like to believe that we are educated people. Period. We, educated. We got, we got academic all Canadians in the building. Oh, okay. Okay. She said okay. Okay. But, okay. Okay. You know? Shout out to us. We're very well-rounded, educated people. That's why we're a part of this group. That's why we're here today. Name three black prominent figures in history. Don't do that. Don't uh, do that. Do you see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying to call you out. I blame the curriculum. And that's what I'm saying. I'm okay. saying it's not you because you're all educated, well-rounded people. But the problem is our, our education system has failed us. All right, so Kennedy said that the system has failed us with regards to teaching us about black history like they usually do. I mean, she has a point. So what do we do to compensate for the fact that the system has failed us? Like we can't just... That's not something we can just live with. What do we? What can we do on our end to fix that issue or address it? I feel like despite the system failing us and like not being educated within our schools, within our growing up, we can do our own learning. And obviously, it's not our responsibilities because we grow up and we learn. We learn about white history. We learn about Canadian Canadian history minus our own heritage. And but I feel like without us taking initiative and learning about our history, the real Canadian history the cycle is just going to keep on continuing we're going to keep saying oh there's no we're not representative with our curriculums but we're not doing anything to change that yeah i know where you're coming with that for me it's like if i look at like if i take the initiative in my household it's not really there so it's like i have to already i'm the youngest of three so it's like first generation as well like my mother doesn't know nothing about the canadian history she's learning what i'm learning so it's like how am i going to now like fix the system when it's like my mom is learning i'm learning my sisters are learning we're all not from this country but we want to learn the country the i guess the black history within canada but like it's not within reach so that's 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 my big problem it's like as much as i want to help out reach out but i have to do my own history and i'll dive deeper and when i'm at my, at my house trying to talk to my mom she's going like oh she doesn't know she doesn't know nothing so it's like it comes within yeah. us now it's more in black people's but yeah. we gotta educate we gotta now learn more we have to figure it out because our parents don't know that ourselves themselves realistically because they're coming from another country so that's something i also never thought about that there's a disconnect between really what black history means to us like i'm a first generation canadian my parents were born and raised in nigeria mm-hmm. moved to the states like when they're in their like 40s 50s you know what i'm saying so they don't know anything about american black history so there's a disconnect when i say Black history, I'm referencing Nigerian black history, I'm referencing Canadian black history, American black history. But when a white person or one of the teachers that's teaching black history says black history, she's just talking about Canadian black history. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing she can teach me about Nigerian black history. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not even so Canadian, it's just, American, like it's American. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's so much deeper than just the surface. I think, just a segue as well, I think Callie raised a really good point about Black History Month that I hadn't considered. Um, I was saying, as far as awareness, I think Black History Month has served its purpose, but she was saying that black creators, black uh, business owners, a lot of black people in prominent places benefit a lot from Black History Month because it's a time where they can be the front, front line, you know what I'm saying? Like someone like a Jamaican corner shop type thing that mm-hmm. people are going to go there more because it's February, mm-hmm. which is a really good point I didn't, I didn't think about. So that's something that obviously is a benefit. Uh, Blessing was talking about the capitalism and the buying and all that stuff that comes with a celebration like Black History Month, but it actually does benefit a lot of black people in a lot of places. So that's something that we have to acknowledge as well, for sure. Well, being black is cool in February. Everybody wants to try and I think being black is always cool. I think everyone- No, I'm just saying, but it's more, like you said, the businesses are booming, everything is booming. Only in February, because being black during that time- But being black during that time is 
is is famous because everyone wants to now try uh what's it called fufu everyone wants to try everything all of a sudden because oh it's february let's go try edi my class teacher told me to go try something but, but even that, 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 i'm not i'm not mad i'm just saying it's one of those where it's like it is like that's why it's I think we need to do better. Why does it only have to be February? That's yes, what I'm saying. Exactly. If we're gonna do that in February, let's you know prolong it. Let's do a March. Do you know see that TikTok time where everyone do like March, March melanin, melanin March. all yeah. that. You know the what I mean? The thing is, we're doing it every month. Yeah, but it's other people. Like you can't. That's really what I agree. Do. The thing like, is, Black History Month is meant to educate non-Black people, and even yeah. like another thing about that is like you said it too, Daniel. Like me, like my mom's Nigerian, my dad's American, but like with my mom there was a very big disconnect of like the education like about like what she knew you know what i mean yeah. and like even when i went to school it was like i was always seen as african because i knew where my like where my family comes from you know yeah. what i mean and it was like almost like that was a not like a bad thing but like everybody's gonna be like on you about it you know what i mean like yeah, african, african booty scratcher yeah, like bro. you know you like, just, african booty scratcher, like, scratcher all that type of stuff like they just don't know like they don't know so they mad no. because they don't know and they want to take it out on you it's like brother like come on but anyways. and that's crazy because then it divides this is off topic but it divides black people more because yeah. then it's like oh you're you're black but you're not African, you feel mm. what I'm saying? Sure and then it's like, oh, it's African kid. Because, bro, even in, in the States, bro, it's bad, bro. Like, yeah. the, like, bashes, the head-to-heads that African-Americans and, and, like, Africans yeah. have, yeah. they're like, like, African-Americans will make fun of an African. Yeah. Or, like, Africans are, like, my, my, let me not expose my family. There's, like, stereotypes. It's like, oh, African-Americans are, like, thugs and gangsters yeah. within yeah. Africans. So white people yeah. are seeing us as just black people, exactly. but within but us see, black people, we're seeing oh, you African American. Even the like Nigerian, like the pigeon word. I don't know if you know this, but like the pigeon word for um, what do you call it? Like a black African American person is akata, and like akata literally means like a stray dog. That's literally what it means. Mm. Shit, I did not know that. That's what I'm saying. The history of like, the way, like, you know what I mean? Like, akata literally means stray dog. But that's what I'm saying. Or like stray cat or something the, like the, that. The, the, I guess black history for well, my, my mom is like oh pants are sagging yeah. hip hop that's what she thinks that black Canadians are yeah. or black African Americans yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. is so it's like for me it's like I can't be speaking like this I have to wear a specific clothing my cousins can't have earrings because they're totally right. right all this extra stuff because like that's what they know but it's like is that the only thing that's that's what's like we need yeah we need to educate but it's like who has to do it us exactly. that's the only thing it's like tiring. Mm-hmm. Me personally. So that was a little bit of a digression with uh, that little bit of the conversation. But I think um, we can start like, so I came into this thinking, okay, we don't need Black History Month. Personally. I don't know if I've arrived at a different conclusion. And I don't know if I still think we don't need Black History Month. I think in terms of education, there's not much more value than it can serve. I think the solution or the alternative to Black History Month the way it is now is having it incorporated throughout history. Like history classes, you're just gonna learn about yeah. how things happen the way they happen and highlight certain black his- black his- historians, black significant people in history <clears throat> and highlight them within the curriculum as it is, not saying, oh, we're gonna do it only in February. I think that's my conclusion still, but I think to Callie's point about um, the benefit it has for black creators, the benefit it has for black business owners. There's definitely a, a capitalist benefit there, as in, okay, they're getting, they can almost guarantee income in this month because people are going to be like, oh, it's Black History Month. Let me go support a black 
business owners. So I think, I don't know, I'm still on the fence about See, it. Yeah. I I, think, yeah, go ahead. I think it's also just a good time for some positive representation about yeah. what young black people can be. Because, like you said, it is one of the few times where we are at the forefront of media and like our society for that month. And it is a fantastic time to celebrate black people and learn about black people that you don't get to see mm -hmm. for the other 11 months of the year. So I think that's definitely positive, but I think our solution is that we need black educators, we need black mentors, we need black support groups, youth groups. Like they're shutting down community centers left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. I think that's the big problem because even if you couldn't get that education from your school, you could go to black mentors and get that sort of representation. It may not be formal, but you can get that piece of black history that will sustain you for the rest of your life. Like, just off rip, this council would not be possible without Cali. And it would not be sustained without Adrian and Stefan. Like, those are our black mentors. And even though we're in a close age range, like they're not that much older than us. You know, like to call them old. They're not that much older than us. Stefan's pretty old. But they teach us a lot about what it means to be young black professionals in today's society in, in Ottawa and how to succeed and how to network. And even though that's not necessarily black history, that's black representation of, hey, like this is what I can do. And I can mentor someone when I get to their age. Mm -hmm. A little like 18 year old Kennedy who's like, oh, I kind of want to start a council. I can do that for that person. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like that starts with like you see what you can be. Yeah, you have that opportunity to come here and be like, okay, like they also give us that space. We we don't know what they go through, but like for me, it's like giving me the opportunity to be like, okay, like you're at the University of Ottawa. You may not have a lot of doors to like speak what you want to speak, but this is their platform. You can use it and just go with it. So I feel like you're right within how we need more black educators. We need more black all that, but it's also like we also need that space. So it's like that's. I think that's the heavy part and it's like like my sister she's at western but she can't even fully do this because there's not that many black educators there's, yeah. not, there's not a lot of stuff but it's like she got tired and now she graduated graduated and it's like who's there to continue on only my little cousin she just went there second year now she's getting involved doing what she has to do but it's like having that space and having that person is the number one i feel like yeah. i think with that we can we can say our closing remarks and wrap it up I think that was a very good point that Kennedy raised. Um, although Black History Month may not be perfect, I think it is, an, it, it is an opportunity to recognize significant black people, not in history, but within our lives. People that help us be better as people, as young men and women, as young black men and women contributing to society, society every day. So this Black History Month, try to recognize someone in your circle, in your immediate, who people you run into every day type thing your parents your sisters your brothers whatever try to recognize someone within your circle um big shout out to cali big shout out to stefan big shout out to adrian for making this happen yeah. big shout out big, big shout out to bia media uh doing big things in the city this would not be possible without them so big shout out to them black owned too black owned so if you need any media production anything like that Swing by BIA Media, man. Uh, big shout out to BSAG. Whoa, I know that was loud on the mic. <laughs> big shout out to BSAG. Uh, we got a lot 
for you coming this Black History Month. So stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at BSAC, B-S-A-A-C dot U-O. We got a lot cooking for y'all this month. And uh, stay black. Stay beautiful. Yeah. Stay beautiful.